Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Keep me, O Lord, from the hands of the wicked. Preserve me from the violent man who hath purposed to overthrow my goings. The proud have laid a snare for me and cords. They have spread a net by the wayside. They have set baits for me. Selah. Psalms chapter 141 verses 4 and 5. Throughout scripture, we see the use of the word snare repeated over and over. We see the enemy constantly laying out snares for God's chosen people. Likewise, we also see wise men of God constantly crying out for him to deliver them from the fowler's snare. We see it again in Psalms chapter 141 verse 9 where it says, Keep me from the snares which they have laid for me and the baits of the workers of iniquity. Now, some might understand this, but some might not quite get it. They might ask, what exactly is a snare? And in what context was it used in biblical times that we might better understand this relentless tactic of the enemy? A snare is a trap that is set to catch animals. This trap consists of a looped cord. Once stepped on or passed through, the loop would then tighten around the animal while they enjoyed the pleasure of the bait. But once it had a grip on them, they rarely ever escaped. It was used most often in biblical times, and therefore in scripture, for catching birds. At this time, there was no effective way to pluck birds from the sky. Therefore, they had safety in their heavenly abode. So, since the fowler could not rise to their level, he had to get them to come down to his. He did this by setting snares and covering them with grain. The birds would then, being tempted by this bait, left the protection of their place above their enemies and came down to the fowler's dominion where they were caught in his snare and trapped. You're probably beginning to see why this imagery was so often used in Scripture, because in reality, Satan works the same way. A born-again, blood-bought child of the king, whose mind and heart are set on heavenly things, walking in obedience to Jesus' teachings, stands safely in authority with the enemy underneath his feet according to Acts chapter 2, verse 35. So let's get the imagery right. You are the bird. Satan is the fowler. He cannot rise to your level. So instead, he begins to set bait to get you to come down to his. He sets this trap and covers it with tempting baits, an easy meal. Then once we've set our eyes on the bait, our pride convinces us that we know and understand what we are seeing. When in reality, we really only see what's on the surface, what the fowler wants us to see. 
so we change course. Now, these baits come in many forms, such as promises of quick advancement, opportunities, attractive or flattering people, even offenses or frustrations, fears, things that look good in the quick, things that look easy, false doctrines, anything that is contrary to the leading of the Holy Spirit. It all makes great baits for tempting us to leave the course that God has placed us in to feed from the fowler's snare. So beware. Now that we understand what a fowler's snare is, then we have to ask ourselves, how do we avoid it? I could list many scriptures that point out in detail different baits and tactics used to snare God's people, but it can all really be simplified in this. Trust God. Don't look for the easy road, the fast meal, the quick satisfaction, the flattery, the fluff. Don't entertain offenses. Don't trust words or positioning of men. Don't succumb to either flatteries or pressure even. Don't try to take matters into your own hands or help God to do his job. Because when you do any of these things... You are taking your focus off of God and putting them on the baits. So instead, seek God daily in fervent prayer. Listen and obey. Do not put your trust in either yourself or in others, but in God only, in his will, and in his instructions. If you do this, then he will surely deliver you from the fowler snare every single time. God will always show you the snares being set for you, even in advance, so that you might avoid them altogether. You just have to be focused, humble, and obedient enough to hear, listen, and trust him. God is always speaking. We're just not always listening. It takes great humility to admit that we can only see what the fowler wants us to see, and that we need God to tell us what we are actually seeing. Because what we think looks good might very well have a snare lying just under the surface. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 25 says this, The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whosoever putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Many seek the ruler's favor, but every man's judgment cometh from the Lord. You know, even with good intents, many times I have fallen into the enemy's lies and deceptions because I trusted in the discernment of a person rather than going to the Lord personally myself to see what he was saying. I didn't want to miss something that might have been coming to me through another person. But in actuality, that person was listening to another spirit and all it did was bring confusion. So my friend, do not forsake the prayer closet. Make sure that you are hearing from the Lord directly so that you have clear instructions daily. You do not want to be taken off course. Another major way that we end up falling into the enemy's snare, the way that the enemy ends up tempting us to come down to his level is with offense, pride, blame. A desire for position that we are not called to. Envy. When somebody else starts to move in something that they are called 
to, oh, be weary, anything that pulls at you might be bait being used to entrap you. Psalms chapter 91 verse 1 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, it is he that shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. This truth shall be thy shield and thy buckler. O Lord, we ask you today to open the eyes of our understanding to increase our hearing and our vision. Lord, we ask you today to burn it into our spirits to help us to comprehend the message that you are speaking. That we have got to prioritize our time seeking you hearing from you and fix our eyes on you. I love it that in that psalm he was described as a bird protecting its little ones under its wings. Oh, let us keep our eyes on our king and move forward and not fall away from the flock looking for something else to feed us. Usually it's because we haven't been willing to spend that time waiting, seeking, hearing, and being obedient. So we just take what comes in the quick and what comes in the quick can lead you right into the fowler's net. So, Lord, we ask you today for greater discernment. Lord, we choose to humble ourselves before you. We choose to admit that we have messed up. We have become entangled at times in the lies of the enemy through our pride. We have seen things that looked good and looked right, and we trusted it instead of trusting you, instead of trusting something you said or something you showed us or something written in your word. We trusted what we saw, what we thought, or what we felt. In other words, trusted in ourselves. It caused us to come down to the enemy's level. By pride we fell Just as he did, he set a snare, he led us there, and then he entrapped us once we got there so that we couldn't get away. So what happens when we find ourselves in that place? We cry out with all that we have. Oh, Lord, you come and you save us, you deliver. Lord, we repent, we are sorry, we took our eyes off of you for a moment. Please come and deliver us. Because when we do, when we cry out to you in humble repentance, you said that if we will confess, you are more than willing to forgive us. And in an instant, just like Peter, you breach out and pull us back into right standing. And of course, we know by scripture that your ears are open to the cry of the righteous. You've never seen them forsaken. You come and you save them. Even out of the fowler's snare, even when it's our own fault that we're there. We thank you for your kindness for your mercy, for your compassion. We thank you for the words that you are speaking to our spirit. We thank you for protection, and we ask you today, Lord, take us higher. My friend, commit to sit and go to the king in that place of prayer and worship and reading the word 
and growing in grace and being humble enough to ask him to lead, to guide, to protect, to deliver. Lord, help us to stop trying to lead everything and just surrender. So, Lord, we ask today for wisdom that you would open the eyes of our understanding, that we would be wise to the tactics of the enemy. As your word says, wise as serpents, but gentle as lambs. Lord, help us to recognize the moment the enemy tries to get us to move in offense, in arrogance, in pride, in frustration, in fear, in the quick, in our emotions. That he's just trying to lure us into a snare. No, we won't fall for it. We're going to come every day back to the feet of Jesus because your word says, Lord, that we ought to daily pursue growth in you, that we ought to desire perfection, and that if we be off in any way or area, you will reveal it to us. But we have to be humble enough to come and to seek you. And when you show us, when we recognize that we have been deceived, that we have been ensnared, we have got to cry out and you will come and deliver. So today, Lord, we pray for an increase of wisdom, of discernment, of patience. We pray for a revelation that we need to seek you for it daily, for the humility to know that we can't trust what we think we're seeing, and we can't allow ourselves to be led by our feelings. We have to realize That as wise as we might think we are, our own wisdom is nothing more than pride and vain imaginations because the scripture tells us that Satan was the wisest creature ever created. Therefore, he cannot be outsmarted except but by the only one who is wiser than him, the God of all creation. So we've got to recognize today who God really is. And be willing to come to him for understanding and revelation. And if anyone under the sound of my voice might be realizing right now that they're already entrapped. If you can't seem to get away from hatred, bitterness, negative thoughts, addictions, busyness, entertainment, anything that holds you captive. It's time to cry out with all of your might to Jesus as he still holds the key to all victory. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.